0: We Went Blues is brought to you by Game Time, your new go to app for the best deals on last minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before games start, and because Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last minute deals with prices up to 60% off. For example, I love sports, but my daughter loves concerts. She loves Taylor Swift, and Game Time is the best way to get your tickets for everything from sporting events to shows like T Swift. The Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store and score last minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. Mm-hmm. coming to you three times this week. We're bringing you the St. Louis Blues All-Decade Team from 2010 until current. We have the podcast. There will also be an article at The Athletic St. Louis, and you can access that at theathletic.com if you're a subscriber. Barrett, uh, we put some work into this, and uh, we're going to have some fun with it today on the podcast. Let's talk about the ground rules first. There are none. (laughs) There really weren't any. What we did here is uh, put together a list of uh, 14 forwards, seven defensemen, and two goalies from 2010 on, and you can factor in longevity, you can factor in a Stanley Cup, you can factor in stats, whatever you want, Uh, but we kind of took all those into account in putting together this team. So, uh, Barrett, I think you've had a chance to to glance at the team overall, big picture, and we'll tell everybody in a minute whether you made the cut or not. Uh, What do you think about our team, big picture?
1: Well, you forgot the one criteria, how much uh, you know guys would pay to get on this list, so uh, there's a couple on here people will disagree with, uh, one in particular, but we'll get to that a little bit later on.
0: <laughs> well, we did divide them into first line, second line, uh, so on and so forth, so let's get to our first line forwards. We have a player who's been in St. Louis a long time, and uh, we'll have him on the podcast this week. As a guest, Alexander Steen. He's our first line left winger. He played 640 some odd games uh, in this decade. 175 goals, 446 points. Out with injury right now, the high ankle sprain. But Alexander Steen, a well-deserving player on this first line.
1: Yeah, he's a guy that uh, you know has has shown a lot of uh, uh, a lot of leadership. Uh, He's he's been a guy that's been up and down the lineup. you know he's he's been a first line guy when uh you know when when the team was struggled and and he's really uh you know been the engine of this team for many years and uh in the playoffs last year he you know playing a fourth line role and and you know taking uh and elevating you know the play of the guys around him and and just showing a lot of uh, uh a lot of chemistry with whoever he's he's been in the lineup with so he's uh he he's one of my favorite guys I've ever played with uh just with his uh work ethic and uh you know what he does to uh you know to the younger players he he shows professionalism uh he does a lot away from the rink as well that uh you know, I, I know it's not going to be part of the uh, you know the all-decade team, and and not one of the criterias. But uh, he's a solid all-around guy, and uh, you know he's uh, definitely uh, the number one person I would think of uh, uh, when it comes to this team.
0: Yeah, yeah, has played a lot of games since that trade from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Of course, uh, Carlo Coliacomo coming to St. Louis, Lee Stempniak going the other way, a big ad for the St. Louis Blues. Well, here with our first line center comes the criteria question. I didn't play a lot of games in this decade with the St. Louis Blues, but Barrett, I don't know how you top a Conn Smythe trophy, an all-star appearance, and a Stanley Cup. Uh, Probably the biggest trade uh, that Doug Armstrong has ever made and one of the biggest trades in Blues history, landing Ryan O'Reilly. So only about 100 games played, uh, but he's been terrific. His first full season with the Blues last year and then of course uh, this year his chemistry with David Perron. So Ryan O'Reilly, our first line center.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's another guy that uh, kind of falls in that uh, category of Steiner. He's uh, he, he's a leader. He, he leads by example. Uh, there's not a guy that uh, uh, will outwork him uh, on or off the ice. And, and you know, he makes every, everybody around him a better player and, uh, you know, shows with his, uh, uh, you know, just the way that he works with the young guys. He works with, uh, you know, Perron. And, um, you know, at the beginning of last year, he was, uh, you know, a lot of expertise expectations were on him a big trade and uh, he uh, he came out he was the best player for the first uh, 25 games and and you know for the entire season he was uh, he was rock solid and uh con and and to bring the uh, uh the cup to uh, to st louis and uh another guy that's a great example uh, on and off the ice with uh, with charity work and and just going above and beyond what a, a professional athlete should be
0: Rounding out that top line on the right side, it should be no mystery here. He's a generational player. His name's Vladimir Tarasenko Barrett. uh, Since 2014, Vladimir Tarasenko ranks in the top five in the entire NHL in goals scored with 185. Uh, He's become one of the best goal scorers in the league. He's out with injury right now with that shoulder surgery. It looks like he'll be out at least until the playoffs. But the work that he's put in this decade, including winning a Stanley Cup with the St. Louis Blues, Makes this a no-brainer, Vladimir Tarasenko on that top line on the right wing.
1: Yeah, no-brainer. The uh, you know probably besides uh, uh, Ovechkin, probably the most dangerous shot in the league. Uh, uh, just a bull too. He's he's such a big, strong, uh, strong player. Loves to play with the puck on his stick and and uh, you know can can score. He's dangerous from anywhere uh, on the ice. So um, you know probably you know one of the uh, the best goal scorers besides Brett. Uh, you know that the blues have have probably ever had and um yeah he's uh he's another guy that uh, uh you know he came in here young and and, uh, and green and and you know fit in right from the beginning uh with his uh his love of the game and uh, he, he's a fun uh, a fun guy to be around uh you know behind the scenes and show a lot of his personality uh, in front of the camera but uh is a great person and and you know probably uh, uh you know definitely a great fit on that uh you know the top 3 guys that uh, have played for uh for the Blues in the last 10 years
0: All three players on the top line are members of this uh, current team. Uh, We go to the second line now, and there are two current players, and also uh, the guy in the middle we'll talk about in just a minute was a captain uh, for many years for the St. Louis Blues. But on the left side, we'll start out there. Uh, Jaden Schwartz. Jaden Schwartz, he came in with uh, enormous expectations and lived up to him early on the first couple years. Barrett, 25 goals and 28 goals uh, in his second and third seasons in the NHL. But injuries, and you played with uh, Jaden Schwartz, injuries have kind of hurt him. He's had a couple issues with his uh, ankles. And, you know, last year, not the best regular season, only 11 goals, but could the Blues have won the Stanley Cup without Jaden Schwartz's playoff performance, 12 goals that included two hat tricks. Not even Brett Hall did that uh, and he had that uh, big goal up in Winnipeg uh, with about 15 seconds to go. Uh, quite a player. Overall, Jaden Schwartz deserves to be on our second line on this all-decade team.
1: Yeah, you look at a lot of the guys on this list, and uh, it, it goes to work ethic. And uh, he's a guy that's all over the ice. He never quits on pucks. Uh, he's got some skill he he uh he scores big goals and he's had uh had some tough uh t- some tough injuries like you touched on and just some terrible luck uh, you know lots of times when he's uh been at his best and and uh you know really thriving he's he's had some tough injuries and it's kind of uh, derailed him but uh his performance in the playoffs last year was amazing and um you know not the best numbers uh you know during the season last year but uh, you know he, He's there when it counts, and uh, he's a guy that takes a lot of pride in, in, uh, in playing his best, and he's a, he's a two-way player that uh, uh, you know just that engine just keeps going, and he's not the biggest kid, um, but he, he's not going to get outworked on the ice.
0: Second-line center behind Ryan O'Reilly on the depth chart is the former captain for the last five years before he went to Boston, David Backus, uh, a good friend of yours. And uh, Barrett, when he broke into the league, big body – Uh, Had a little bit of skill, but he was known more for his physical play. Uh, But he was put into a situation where the Blues really needed him on those top two lines, sometimes the top line and at a position center that, that maybe he might not have been equipped to play. He came into the league as a right winger, but he molded and did whatever the team wanted and just became a bruising player and kind of the face for the Blues of the Blues there for a while
1: yeah he's uh he's another guy his work ethic uh uh second to none um you know, he gets on the ice he's he can do everything he's uh you know just that uh that power forward that you know has been asked to do different things uh in his career and um you know he, he was big he uh, uh he was you know when he played on the line with with Steiner those two were uh were unstoppable uh they were fun to watch they were um, just, uh, you know, just scoring big goals. It, it seemed like every night and, um, you now he's, he was a leader and, uh, uh, just, uh, just a guy that, you know, he, like you said, he, he wasn't the most skilled, but, uh, you know, he's going to bowl everybody over. He's, he's going to, uh, you know, piss off the other team. And, uh, he was, uh, he was definitely the face of the franchise for, uh, for quite a few years. A player we had
0: on the podcast a couple weeks ago, David Perron. Three stints with the Blues. This is his third stint, and this is his best one. He's He came in the league, Barrett, uh, with a lot of uh, promise and uh, a lot of skill. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he was moved uh, to Edmonton, and, and so he bounced around a little bit. Then he comes back a, a second time. Uh, he's exposed in the uh, expansion draft, goes to the Vegas Golden Knights, played really well for them uh, the entire season, uh, went on a long playoff run with them. And then now he comes back, and I think he's playing some of his best hockey of his career. David Perron, our second line right winger.
1: Yeah, this is uh, his, his most mature. He's uh, uh, he's played. He's he's been uh, been a force every night, and uh, you know sometimes the knock against him is uh, you know the playoffs. He, he doesn't. Uh, he's not as productive, but uh, he might be one of the most skilled players I've ever played with. He. Uh, Um, You know, I used to, you know, sit there and compare him to a guy like Pavel Datsuka, Um, just the little things that he can do with the puck. Uh, He's so strong. Um, When he has the puck on his stick, he is playing against him in practice. Uh, it was always tough. It was, uh, you know, kind of a competition for me to see, you know, how I can get the puck off of him and how to defend him. And um, with the way that he plays and, and the way that he practices, he, he makes people around him better just, just trying to compete with him. And uh, uh, he's, he's got the skill, he's got the shot, and he he's really uh, uh, is deserving to be on uh, on this list.
0: Moving on to the third line, this pick might draw uh, some uh, questions or raise some eyebrows. Is uh, Patrick Berglund on the left side? This is a guy who was primarily a center, but did play some wing uh, later in his career with the Blues. And you know, I know it didn't end well with Patrick Berglund in terms of his play, and, and that they moved him to uh, Buffalo. Uh, but Barrett, this is a guy who played 584 games in this decade. He had the fourth most goals and the fifth most points of any forward in the decade. So say what you want about Patrick Berglund, but for a while, when he was brought up uh, onto the Blues roster and played with David Perron, TJ Oshie, those guys were the future. I remember Paul Correa saying this is going to be a 100-point guy in the league. Maybe put some unfair expectation on uh, Patrick Berglund. He didn't quite measure up to that. Uh, But for a while, he was a big center who contributed uh, a little bit, just not quite enough.
1: Yeah, the big Swede uh, with some heavy boots. Uh, we used to nickname him, uh, Tunga Bagar, which, uh, you know, I'm sure my uh, pronunciation is not very good, but, uh, he used to be, uh, heavy boots, but, you know, Bergy, he, he loved, uh, loved being a St. Louis blue. He, uh um you know he he did have a lot of expectations and he's a big body and um you know sometimes he he was so hard on himself that it dug him into holes but um you know he he produced he was uh uh you know he was a big body that uh you know was a whipping boy from the a lot of the fans and, and coaches at sometimes, but he always came to the uh, to the rink and and loved to play and um you know the, the the points uh you know kind of you know very uh very telling of of what he uh uh what he brought to the team and um you know he obviously it didn't work out with him in buffalo and he's he's back in sweden right now but uh he was a big part of the uh you know the early part of the decade and uh with that kid line uh those guys were uh were really good
0: some real good players up the middle. Uh, we
1: mentioned Ryan O'Reilly, uh, first-line center. David Backus,
0: the second-line center. And Now we're going to go to the third-line center position, and we give it to Braden Shen. 170-plus games, 55 goals. Uh, Barrett, in his first season with the Blues, he set career highs with 28 goals and 70 points, and then Ryan O'Reilly comes in, so Shen kind of takes a little
1: bit of a back seat,
0: but played really well and uh, is part of that Stanley Cup team. So Braden Shen, our third-line center.
1: Yeah, this is another, uh, you know, gem for uh, uh, for Doug Armstrong getting uh, uh, getting Shen for uh, Yuri Laterra, and and the way that he stepped in, uh, he's physical, he's uh, he plays with an edge to his game. He's not afraid to fight um he 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 gets his points and he eats up a a lot of great minutes and uh he was a big part of uh you know the physical play that the blues uh had in the playoffs last year and and for a guy to step in and uh with you know another guy that had a lot of expectations coming to the team and and he delivered and and he has and and again this year he's uh you know, he's getting the goals and he's being a uh, being a leader, too. So, um, you know, in the short stint in, in you know, 169 games, he's uh, uh, he's a beast out there and he's uh, he's a fun player to watch.
0: A fan favorite is our right winger on that third line, your close friend, your former roommate, your former teammate, uh, TJ Oshie. I can't think of a more popular player in his time with the St. Louis Blues And, uh, you know, he was a skilled player and I think he played uh, a number of different positions. Uh, He didn't win with that Blues team that had high expectations, and therefore Doug Armstrong felt like he had to break up that group a little bit. Unfortunately, T.J. Oshie was the guy to go. He goes to Washington, and he has been absolutely terrific playing with uh, Ovechkin and Backstrom at times. And then, of course, he wins a Stanley Cup with the Washington Capitals. A lot of people in St. Louis wish that Oshie could have been part of uh, the Stanley Cup team in St. Louis. That's not to be, but he's our right winger on that third line.
1: Oh Timmy yeah he's uh he's my favorite player i've ever played with uh he made every day uh coming to the rink or you know as a roommate just waking up uh, uh you you enjoyed uh just just being around him and uh he did so much for this organization in a, in a time that uh, uh you know the blues weren't uh, a very popular team uh, in st louis he uh, he was a guy that uh, was a huge bright spot uh you know a big smile on his face at all times and, and you know the fans loved him he was uh on the ice he was exciting to watch and you know the things that he did for uh, team usa in the olympics and and uh you know he's another guy off the ice would do anything um he was almost used a little bit too much by the marketing but you know that's what was needed and he he never said no He he's a guy that uh, uh go to hospitals without people knowing he would you know show up and deliver uh season tickets to people uh uh just to uh to help out uh you know the people in the front office but his play on the ice he, he's electrifying to watch uh he fell down a lot but it's because he was working so hard and uh um you know he, he's another guy that had some terrible uh, luck with injuries and and uh you know a couple plates put in his ankles and, and shoulders and things like that but uh another guy with the extreme uh, work ethic on and off the ice and and uh you know i was sad to see him go and but uh you know happy for him to get his cup uh, with washington and and you know like you said it it, you know, we would have loved to see him do that in, uh, in St. Louis, but uh, definitely uh, a very deserving guy in this uh, all-decade team.
0: Finally, our fourth line, and this line has a uh, pretty interesting makeup. First of all, a blast from the past on the left side. Uh, you know that Andy McDonald played for the St. Louis Blues. Barrett, i got to be honest, when I looked up uh, his years and his games played, I didn't realize he played that many games in this decade You look at Paul Correa, 37 games in this decade. Of course, those were in 2010. Keith Kachuk, only 29 games. But Andy McDonald, 161 games played, 49 goals. He had a .78 points per game average. And we're talking about a guy who was 34, 35 years old. So obviously, when he was with the Blues, he played the top two lines. He played center. He played left. He is our fourth line left winger.
1: Yeah, Andy Mack. Uh, you know, competitive. Uh, you know, like a lot of guys on this on this list, and that's why they're so good. Um, you know, another guy with concussions and and some tough injury problems, but uh, he was a, he was a workhorse. He was a, you know a, a go-to guy, a top-line guy that uh, you know had some uh, had some big years and, and carried this team uh, in some uh, some lean years. So um, he's. Uh, you know he's he's not a big guy, but uh, his work ethic is uh, is unbelievable.
0: And uh, Barrett, uh, a few years ago, there was a massive signing in St. Louis, and that was the hometown guy, Paul Stastny. Of course, uh, lived here growing up. His his father, Peter Stastny, finished his Hall of Fame career uh, in St. Louis. And so Paul Stastny was a free agent. The Blues needed a skilled center, and he decided to come home on a big four-year, $28 million deal. Here's another guy who dealt with uh, some injuries and didn't quite put up the offensive numbers that he did uh, early in his career in in Colorado. But I think he was steady. Uh, He played well with uh, the players that they put him with. And uh, Paul Stastny was a terrific player for the Blues, 267 games, 56 goals, and uh, was traded to Winnipeg. Uh, when it looked like the Blues weren't going to make the playoffs down the stretch, but still a a guy who contributed a lot to this organization.
1: Yeah, Paulie Walnut. Uh, it was a great, uh, great signing, and uh, you know he he, he really solidified uh, down the middle uh, when the team needed it, and uh, for a hometown guy to come back here and uh, you know had some great success, and um, you know just didn't get the cup with the uh, with the team, but uh he uh, carries the uh, you know the lineage of the uh, of the blues with his dad uh, peter and his, his brother jan and uh he, he was a great guy to watch he he was another, another guy that uh, you know there's a lot of little things that the you know the average fan won't see that he does on the ice and uh, uh he uh, you know he he is definitely you know probably one of the best uh, centermen to to be uh you know wearing the blue note
0: Wrapping up our top 12, uh, another fan favorite, another guy with a lot of longevity, uh, Ryan Reeves, 419 games played in the decade uh, for the fourth line forward. That's top 10 in games played in the last 10 years. A lot of games for a fifth round pick from 2005. His role was never guaranteed in the lineup, but he played well enough and was counted on by his teammates uh, that he stayed in the lineup. Ryan Reeves, our fourth line uh, right winger.
1: Yeah. Another uh, fan favorite and, uh... You know, he, he continued to work on his skills so he got better every year and, uh, you know, with all of those, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, stars on this, uh, all decade you need somebody to protect them. So, uh, Ryan Reeves is a guy that, uh, um, you know, he, he wasn't, uh, the prettiest when he came up, but, uh, you know, like I said, he, he worked his butt off to, to get better. And, uh, you know, he was probably one of the best, uh, you know, fourth line guys that you'll ever, uh, see in the league. And he continues to do that in, uh, Las Vegas.
0: Barrett, let's just touch briefly
1: on our two extra forwards
0: and then we'll move quickly on to uh, the defense. Uh, Chris Stewart is a guy who came in the Eric Johnson trade uh, from Colorado. Uh, terrific early on. He had 23 points in his first 26 games as a blue, uh, had some physicality. Uh, he's another player where uh, maybe the production wasn't quite there towards the end of his blues career, and then then he was moved. But for a while, Chris Stewart was a good player. Uh, our other extra forward is Kyle Brodziak, a former teammate. Uh, 226 games played, 25 goals, but you know, like you were saying earlier, uh, had that workmanlike attitude. He was one of those heavy blues players of the Ken Hitchcock era that just played really well. Uh, and, again, he moved on, uh, but while Kyle Brodziak was here, I thought he was uh, one of the heart and soul players of the team.
1: Yeah, uh, C. Stu is a guy that can do anything. Uh, you know, he could fight. He scored some unbelievable highlight goals. Uh, you know, you mentioned it, his first, uh, you know, 26 games, he, uh, you know, he looked like he was going to, uh, you know, shatter some records. But um, a guy that, uh, you know, just – sometimes, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, lacked a little bit of, uh, of passion a couple of days, but, uh, you know, he was fun to, uh, to be, uh, you know, teammates with, and, uh, there was never a dull moment when he was around the locker room and, and he was fun to watch. And then, uh, you know, Brodsey, uh, just, uh, you know, a guy that you can move up and down the lineup and, and will do anything for a team. And, um, you know, 226 games is, uh, uh, is a lot and he, he didn't have the numbers, but, you know, he, He's a guy that uh, uh, when asked upon to do anything, he, he was going to do it.
0: The first pair on defense, these are two guys that played together for quite a while. On the left side, it's going to be Jay Bollmeister. He had the Ironman streak, 737 straight games before he missed a game in 2014 in Winnipeg. I remember that day. It was sad to see that streak uh, end. Uh, but this is a guy who's playing into his uh, mid-30s. And, Jacks, you know as well as anybody – Uh, maybe coming off that hip surgery, things looked like they were slowing down a little bit, but he's picked it up and he is our left side first defensive pairing.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a beast. Uh, You know, probably one of the best skaters to, uh, you know, play that D position, but, um you know it just shows uh his ironman streak and and just how reliable he is uh uh he doesn't have the, the you know the, the most offensive numbers but you know a guy that can play 25 to 30 minutes a night and and help complement anybody that's playing beside him and uh he's not going to say the most uh you know be the most vocal guy in the locker room but uh he leads by example and and what he does on the ice
0: his partner on our all-decade team is the captain, Alex Petranzo, ranks 10th in both goals and assists among all NHL defensemen since 2010. He's averaged the ninth most ice time of any blue liner in the league, 24 minutes, 51 seconds. Here's a guy who plays a lot of minutes, shuts down the opponent's uh, top lines. He's in the Norris Trophy conversation most years and uh, was also an all-star a couple years ago. The Blues captain is our right-side uh, top-pairing defenseman.
1: Yeah, he's a guy that's in his prime right now, and, uh, you know, the Blues better lock him up but because uh, those numbers just keep getting higher and higher. Uh, you know, he's, he's playing, you know, his best two-way uh, game right now, and uh, he's always been a great uh, defensive player, very smart and uh, very skilled, but, um, yeah, he, he's a guy that uh, – you know, you put up there, uh, you know, maybe not as high as a, as a pronger McGinnis, but, um, you know, when you look back in the, in 10 years, you're going to say that he's one of the best defensemen to, uh, to ever uh, don the blue note. Quite the offensive
0: pairing in our uh, second duo. Uh, on the left side, it's going to be Colton Pareko, and we know that he primarily plays on the right side. He's played a little bit on the left side this year with uh, Alex Petrangelo, uh, but uh, Colton Pareko, a monster. Third-round pick in 2012, 6'6", six, 200 six, 200- 30 pounds. He can skate. He can carry the puck. He can get back and backtrack and, and, and recover as well as anyone as I've ever seen. Uh, Colton Branko last year in the Stanley Cup Finals with Jay Bollmeister throughout the playoffs, uh, a terrific shutdown pair. Colton Branko he plays that left side second pairing on our all-decade team
1: yeah he's uh he's a beast uh I, I don't think I've ever seen a guy that's built uh the way that he is uh strong can skate can shoot the puck like uh you know an al McInnes maybe doesn't hit the net as much as uh al or, or scoring the goals but uh, he's got all the tools and uh if you're gonna uh you know make a mold and, and you know pick uh you know a, a body and and skill set uh I think Pareko is one of those guys.
0: On the right side, we saw him just the other day when Tampa Bay was in town. He and I have the same haircut, uh, Kevin Shaddenkirk. He, uh, he was terrific, an offensive-minded uh, defenseman for the St. Louis Blues, 425 games in this decade, 59 goals, uh, 258 points, and a plus 24. He posted 40-plus points in five of his seven seasons with the Blues. He is our second-pairing right-side defenseman.
1: Yeah, he's one of the most skilled defensemen I've played with Uh uh, just the way that he sees the ice, the way that he can dish, uh, you know, the way that he, he skates and, and moves his feet to set himself up for, uh, for different plays. Um, you know, he, he was a guy in the locker room too. He's great at, uh, playing the music and, and, you know, keeping all the guys together. And, uh, um, you know, all you had to do is put him with the, uh, defensive, uh, defensive minded defenseman and, and, uh, he was going to play his best. And, uh, he's a guy that, uh you know, after we uh, you know traded him to uh, to Washington, the you know, he he was a guy that we missed on the power play, but uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's he's definitely uh, deserving to be on this uh, list as well.
0: Jax, I'm looking at the third pairing here, and I think somebody's hacked my computer because uh, it says uh, Barrett Jackman is our left side uh, third pairing guy. So hey, congratulations! You you hacked my uh, computer and got
1: in there and typed yourself into uh, the third pairing. Yeah, well, uh, I think it was my son, Caden, that did it, actually. I don't he? think he'd even put me in the top six. So uh, I appreciate you uh, you putting me in there. And, uh, you know, maybe Bobby Plager was the one that uh, hacked it with my son.
0: No, this is uh... – very deserved uh, recognition here, Jax. Uh, obviously, you began your career, and, and the, the bulk of it was uh, in the previous decade, and that's where you really where you made your mark. But your longevity with the game, that, the style that you played, to play 383 games in this decade, 11 goals, I want to see the highlights of those 11 goals. And look at this, a uh, plus 46. I know that a lot of people don't agree with that plus-minus uh, stat. The analytics are a little deeper uh, these days, but uh, a terrific career well-deserved, and you are our left-side, third-pairing guy, and you're partnered with one of your good friends who you played a lot with. We'll talk about this guy, Roman Polak, uh, 290 games. He was a
1: beast, and like Ken Hitchcock said, don't open that Roman Polak door. (laughs) He was fun to play with. Yeah, you know, he like you said, he was a beast. He uh um you know, when him and I were on the ice, uh uh, you know, the, the puck uh, didn't come out round. Uh it was square when we uh we finished with it. But uh you know, I, I think we uh you know had a competition who can get rid of the puck the fastest up to the forwards. But uh we were effective playing together. We had fun playing together and uh, you know, if we're gonna pick a uh uh, you know, a beast to uh, be a shutdown DMN. Uh, he's, uh, you know, one of the you know top on my list.
0: And the extra defenseman, uh, we're going to have a, uh, a position here coming up, goaltender, that it was a little tough to uh, decide. But this extra seventh defenseman was also a little tough. Carlo Koliakpo put up uh, some points, but he had a lot of injuries. Joel Edmondson broke onto the scene, was terrific, just like uh, Col- Colton Pareko. They came up about the same time. Uh, but Carl Gunnarsson, here's a guy who's been steady. He's played in that top pair with Alex Petrangelo. And, hey, he had the overtime winner against uh, Boston uh, after he took a leak next to uh, Craig Bruby. goes out there and scores the winner. So between that big goal and just uh, what he's meant to this defense, I think uh, very deserved to be as our seventh defenseman on the defense of the all-decade team.
1: Yeah, boom boom Gunnarsson. Uh yeah, anytime you score a uh, you know, a big goal the way he did and uh he's been a uh, stalwart for uh for Petro for many years. So uh he's, he doesn't have the sexiest numbers, but uh he's been very reliable and and uh you know, I I think if you get into analytics and, and things like that he's uh he's got some of the best numbers uh you know in the last decade for uh for defensemen. So he's uh um you know you could have put him in instead of me, but, uh, you know, you are at my house and I would kick the shit out of you, but
0: it's okay. <laughs> Hey, let's uh, wrap up our all-decade team at the Athletic St. Louis with the final position uh, goalie. And uh, there are going to be a lot of people who are interested in who we chose here for the starter position and the backup position. A lot of debate here. Uh, to me, when I tell you who the starter is, it comes down to what he did to bring this city, this team, this franchise a Stanley Cup. Our starter is Jordan Binnington. He was terrific. He won all 16 games. He's the first rookie to account for all 16 uh, victories. Ten of those were on the road. So Jordan Binnington, 26 years old now, kind of a late arrival to the NHL, but uh, fourth overall on the depth chart going into last year. He climbed his way up. He helps the team win a Stanley Cup. Jordan Binnington is our starting goaltender for the all-decade team.
1: Yeah, small sample size, but uh just the spark that he lit for the team last year and uh you know the only uh number that anybody really cares about is that one and uh it's one Stanley Cup. So um he is uh, uh continuing to play uh you know very well this year and and uh so he's uh you know the hands down uh, favorite for uh for that top spot.
0: And backing up, Jordan Bennington, look, I've got a lot of respect uh, for Jake Allen. He's been in St. Louis a long time, and he's done every single thing that the Blues have uh, asked of him. Uh, But we're going to go with Brian Elliott as the backup. Uh, He hasn't played as many games as Jake Allen in this uh, decade, but Brian Elliott numbers are terrific. Uh, 2.01 goals against average, a 925 save percentage. Uh, in 2011-12, he led the NHL with a 940 save percentage and a 156 goals against average. And when the Blues went to the Western Conference Finals against San Jose a number of years ago, it was Brian Elliott who got the call. So a uh, very tough decision here, who to go with, with the backup. Jake Allen has the longevity, uh, but Brian Elliott uh, has the numbers.
1: Yeah, Moose was, uh, he was a guy that always played well. Uh, he was solid. Uh, the team always played really well in front of him. And, you know, he, a couple times he got slighted. Uh, you know, Ryan Miller came to town and, and, you know, Moose was kind of pushed aside. Uh, and before that, uh, you know, Halak was kind of the guy, but Els, you know, played better than him. And then, you know, Jake came in and, and you know, kind of pushed Els uh, out. But uh, uh, Elliot is definitely... Uh, um, you know, he was he was one of those guys that, uh, you know, made everybody in front of him uh, feel more confident, and he's uh, uh, hes definitely one of my favorites to uh, put on this list as well.
0: Well, there you have it, Jax. There is the 2010 Athletic St. Louis, St. Louis Blues All-Decade Team. I'm sure it'll be uh, up for debate. You guys uh, can go back and Look at some of the rosters and look at some of the stats and and, uh, definitely interpret how you will in terms of who should have been on the team if we picked the right players or if you had a favorite who did not make the list, but that's what this list is all about. Uh, There's an article uh, that has all this information that we talked about on the podcast at The Athletic St. Louis. You can go check that out. Uh, Jax, I had fun doing this. The only question I have about this team, could we fit it under the salary cap?
1: Ooh, I don't know. Uh, A few years ago probably. I don't know about now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for Barry Jackman, I'm Jeremy Rutherford. Thanks for listening to this special edition of the We Went Blues podcast. That was the All Decade Team. We'll be back next week with more episodes of We Went Blues with Fair Jackman and Jeremy Rutherford. Thank you for listening.